0: Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Regular Features podcast. Hey folks, that's my new catchphrase. Do you like it? How do you do? That's my new
1: one. Hey folks, how do you do? Hi Steve. Hey. (laughs) Oh, blank me Gav, you prick. That's my new catchphrase. (laughs) It just happens to be that he's It's a very common name
0: lock. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, hey folks, Regular Features is a comedy podcast (laughs) with a bunch of cool friends just hanging out, having fun touching arms and stroking ears. Curling our toes
2: inside our shoes in a sign of probable frustration. I'm John Blythe, call me Log, and tonight I will be preventing the strongest evidence yet that you need to vote to kill Quantic Meridian.
1: (laughs) Uh, Gav, what are you doing? I'm Gav Miffy, and today I'll be bringing you, from the front line, all the horrible things that NFL players have really done or haven't done. Did you notice how I started speaking there? Realised I don't have a feature
0: and quickly threw to Gav. That's like, okay, like,
2: Steve. You being you is feature enough. Hey, folks. Let's go.
0: Regular, <laughs> regular, regular features. Regular, regular, regular features. Regular, regular, regular
2: features. Regular features.
1: Show. Okay, guys. Do you know what the NFL is? The neo-fascist... Losers, losers. Yay!
2: Hey, <laughs> boo! <laughs> anti fat, anti fat. Uh,
0: no. The NFL. Oh, Sir, is- I've opened a window because it's so warm in here. The NFL? <laughs> She's just glossing over that. I was apologising <laughs> for the
1: sound. The NFL?
0: <laughs> <laughs> the it's almost
1: like you're trying to edit around the sound. Yeah. Right. So I'm I this it. it's all going in it, right.
0: Why is Gav
1: ignoring me? <laughs> <it? laughs> I wasn't even thinking that Well the NFL guys, it's the National Football League okay. uh, It's American football And the new season starts it's that sounds international then Never mind, carry on The new season starts <laughs> next <laughs> week um, Which we're all hotly anticipating Is that true? Yeah Everyone, it's fact-based. It does actually start next week. I only know because I actually watch it mm. to break the kayfabe slightly. Um, yeah, I, I watch it, so I'm actually insi- excited for it. But for the purpose of this, not so excited for it. Cool, okay. Uh, but I don't know if you guys know, but the players who play in the National Football League are pretty much all fucking idiots and do a variety of disgusting things.
2: Is this boys will be boys stuff? That Mate. you think, well, I'm a boy and I don't do that.
1: Uh, I get like some of it. I think probably be like uh, dismissed as horseplay, except for Michael Vick, who fought a horse. Who? Uh, <laughs> no, he he got in trouble for uh, organizing dog fights.
2: Oh God! Yes, I do remember <laughs> like that actual story. Actual dog
1: fights, not in the air, but with actual dogs.
2: But he's been re- rehabilitated,
1: though, hasn't he now? Yeah, down to turtles, <laughs> <laughs> and we got plenty of them.
0: They <laughs> managed to coax him down Tur- to the turtles. <laughs> yeah. He seems pretty happy with
1: them. They met him halfway because he used the Can case. I- boys will be boys, and that was right. Can I give the turtles knives? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Strap it to their back like robot wars. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the NFL on the whole. Pretty bad dudes, mm. like all of them. One of them deflates footballs. Yeah, and runs away going. <laughs> <laughs> stuff's nice football, loser. <laughs> <There's>, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has done that. So what I've done here, right, is I've picked eight players uh, who've done the worst things ever in, well, not ever, but in the history of the NFL. And some of them are real. Some of <laughs> um, are, to use an NFL term, fakies. <laughs> Big blue fakies (laughs) Um, And what you guys have to do, and this is a real, actual one. They're not all, it's not one of those things where I go, ah, they're all real. (laughs) It's Um, not the classic Joe Scrabble descent into. No, you would say that. Yes, if (laughs) you were trying to. I'm not doing this again. (laughs) Um, I see what he's doing. But they are, they are all. No, wait, they're not. Shit. (laughs) Ah, am I faking you now? (laughs) Some of them are fake, some of them are real, and you have to tell me which ones are real, which ones are fakes. This was going to be a very different feature at one point, so I asked Joe, because he couldn't make it tonight, Joseph Scrabble's, to write me a load of mad-sounding NFL names. Mm. Um, Like they're called crazy stuff, like Shaw Johnson and stuff like that, like it's all over the place. Shet Boogles. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Fat McGuinness. uh, So I got Joe to write me a load of uh, fake-sounding names. Not what bad. is real and what is, <laughs> what is fake? Oh, okay, yeah, no, no. Horny
2: Gladstone. That's a good
1: name. Also, <laughs> when you start writing down fake names, it starts getting really fun. <laughs> <laughs> Try it. Here we go. Eight NFL players. Are, did they really do this? Do these people really exist? Number one, Langestine Carter. <laughs> In 2003... Langerstein Carr's coach placed a wooden stump and an axe in the middle of the team's locker room. The coach's motto to his players was to keep chopping wood and thought the tree stump would serve as a motivational tool for players. After several teammates had taken turns swinging the axe at the stump, chopping wood, as it were, Mm -hmm. Langerstein attempted to do the same. Unfortunately, Langerstein Carter missed the stump altogether and struck his non-kicking foot with the axe and missed the remainder of the 2003 season is that true but is that false
2: well I'm think- I'd say that I'm a sucker for detail and the fact that you said he chopped his non-kicking foot is in that like, that's that's, yeah. that's not the worst thing that could have happened he could have chopped his kicking foot yeah. what, does, what
0: does the other foot do it's relentless running on. This is like it's <laughs> points twist. of people in the crowd that he likes. <laughs> You're that. I know that one's true. I know that story. Yeah, that's a true one. It was a made up name. They're all made up names, right? That's They're all I, made up names. I've done I've that to protect the innocent. Oh, protect <laughs> <it. Yeah.
1: laughs> that is true. Well, will protect the innocent, but that is true because it's a real man called Chris Hansen. who really
0: Chris did that Hansen. from the band Hanson. <clears throat> yes. Oh, was he the guy who went around catching paedophiles?
1: Chris Hansen mm. Oh, that rings a bell Yeah, it's Chris to, to uh, yeah. catch a predator Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. guessing not This guy's probably Well, not anymore He's broken his foot Yeah <laughs> But he, can't, anything, can't but he it? uses the other foot to point at the pedos, <laughs> and the other Chris Hansen comes and picks him up in his pedo van.
2: What long, elegant, pointing toes he has. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Some> damning toes. <laughs> You'd be such a good pedo catch if only you hadn't chopped off the other leg. Uh, here we go.
2: <laughs> I'm not goose-stepping, I'm pointing at a pedophile <laughs> with my toes.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> now, NFL player number two. Is this real, or is this false? Jeremiah Lackadaisical. <laughs> <laughs> jeremiah lackadaisical was part of the, you can only say it like that was part of the atlanta falcons team that reached the super bowl which is like the world cup of american football but okay. it's only in America, in 1999 lackadaisical was a bit bored waiting in his hotel room the night before the big game and went out looking for some fun cut to lackadaisical being arrested for soliciting a prostitute and spent the majority of the next night in prison as well as being blamed for his side's loss the next day. Did that happen? Is Jeremiah lackadaisical real?
2: I'm going to say yes, because nothing too whimsical happened there.
0: Mm. That was very believable. Unless, like, you're actually setting out to try and fool us in a very not entertaining way.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I would never do that. Is that true? I'm going to say true. True, true. That is absolutely true. Eugene Robinson did all those things. There'd better be some fake ones in this.
0: Mm. Yeah. This is a direct
1: (laughs) reportage. (laughs) With funny names. Number three. Tennis Dunlop. (laughs) Tennis Dunlop hated football ever since the orphanage (laughs) he lived at made him play it.
2: He much preferred tennis and longed
1: (laughs) to bring the rules of tennis into the rules of football. The orphanage people would make him scrub the multi-story orphanage from top to bottom every single day. <laughs> multi-story orphanage. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <coughs> the people who <around> ran the orphanage <laughs> would make him scrub the multi-story orphanage from top to bottom every single day until it shined like the top of the Chrysler building, which is what the manager of the orphanage, Miss Agatha Hanakin, Aggie to her friends, would say every day. But Tennis held tight to the belief that his real parents, the ones who had the other half of the locket he wore around his neck, would come back for him one day. Did... Tennis Dunlop... Uh, did that happen to him? What? Was he a singing man, this Tennis Dunlop? Did he, did he like to sing? Uh, I've only, I can only go by the facts, the, the facts. that I've got from ESPN <laughs> in front of me, unfortunately.
0: And they do have (coughs) multi-story orphanages, (laughs) but I know they don't call them multi-story orphanages. No, not in their faces. It
2: is just a car park with loads of children in it, isn't it? (laughs)
0: That's essentially what they are. (laughs) I'm going to say that's made up because it sounds like a familiar story that I've seen in in another circumstance. (laughs) Guys, three
1: for three. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Someone should make a film of that, though. Mm. Number four. <laughs> <laughs> Pac-Man Jones. <laughs> Pac-Man Jones was at a gentleman's club in Las Vegas, the Windy City, where he became involved in an altercation with a dancer. He left the premises, but returned a short time after and fired gunshots into the crowd, hitting the same security guard, called Lucky, twice. Oh, that's ironic. He got shot twice, oh. and
0: he's in Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Las Vegas I don't, I don't know Because it has three syllables
2: Yeah, yeah sorry
1: I was, uh, I was pleasantly wrong footed by that I'm quite, I'm quite happy just to laugh Did that happen to Pac-Man Jones?
0: Well it's weird If you put a story If you write a story but Then you, you put one fake thing Because like, Las Vegas is not the Windy City Does that, does that make the whole story false? Mm. If there's a false detail no.
2: In that <laughs> case, <laughs> I'm going to say it's true.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's true. And also, he's actually called Pac-Man Jones. Really? Yeah. That's a real that's a real name. I was actually
2: gonna say that sounds no, convincing no for some fakie reason. Names.
1: No <laughs> fakey names. Number five. <clears throat> Barbarellum fuck. <laughs> also convincing.
2: These are all really good names.
1: One day Barbara. while Barbarellum was scrubbing the orphanage. Miss Hannigan <laughs> <laughs> Miss Hannigan whose friends called her Hannah's was visited by the personal assistant of a Mr. Daddy Warbucks <laughs> a scene in which the What's assistant describes Barbara Ellum's attributes perfectly is then played out after some and after some minor objections from Hannah's it was decided that Barbara Ellum's fuck's new daddy would be Daddy Warbucks did that really happen to NFL player Barbara Ellum fuck? Mm. You're four for four at the moment. Don't mess this up, for there is a prize. <laughs> well, it seems to be expanding
0: on a mistruth we heard earlier in the quiz. Hmm. But yeah, I think it does make me
2: feel like that this the NFL is full of characters in a, a sort of well, a very tightly scripted and well performed play. Mm. So yeah, I'm going to go. That's um, parallel true, i.e. false. Will we? <laughs> Oh, come Uh, on, you know it's
1: wrong. Let me just check (laughs) my spreadsheet.
0: My phone's gone
1: to sleep. (laughs) I need need to open this document just to... uh... Hey, guys, that was false. You guys are five for five. Hot baps. There's There's no way. Junkie baps. There's no way you can go all the way to the Super Bowl.
0: Was that what we get for winning? Yeah. I hope you packed you pack your suitcase.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's someone who said it like two seconds earlier. I didn't lose faith. In that. I was like, "Yeah, whatever." I gotta go after this. So. <laughs> you in a hurry, Gav? No. <laughs> Number six, Richie Incognito. Richie Incognito. That's incog- Joe Scrabble's name. Richie- I know Joe making up names, darling. That is one mm. of them. Richie Incognito loved hazing, especially. Racist hazing. And one time on the anniversary of Pearl Harbor, him and <laughs> another player called Pouncy donned traditional Japanese headbands featuring the fan-favorite Japanese sun emblem and jokingly threatened to harm a Japanese trainer at their team physically in retaliation for Pearl Harbor. The kicker? The trainer had, ha- had actually given them the headbands as a gift.
0: Oh, motherfuckers. Imagine t- <laughs> <laughs> taking the gifts someone gave you. Wearing it and then threatening them. (laughs) With physical violence. (laughs) For (laughs) something they had no hand in. (laughs) It's like if I bought Gav a cape and you put it on and said I'm going to beat the shit
1: out of you. (laughs) Using the superpowers that this cape gives me. (laughs) You cape wearing gimp. (laughs) You're the one wearing the cape. Oh. No, that's what I mean. You bought it for me. I'm wearing it, and then you say I'm going to beat you up. You cape-wearing gimp. No,
0: but Can that's not the, what happened here. The person wearing the Japanese headband. Oh, is the recipient oh, yeah. of the gift. seen that, yeah. Is that t- <laughs> is that true? It, well, <laughs> it, it, it has to be true because if you'd written it, you would have remembered the detail. <laughs> that you just got
1: wrong. <laughs> Do you know what? It is true. A log, Richie Incognito. That's a real name. No, it's not.
0: Incognito's not a name.
1: It's, right. the, it's the absence of a name. <laughs> <laughs> You sound just like that trainer. Where's my headband?
2: (laughs) Well, I was pulling my eyes up when I said it. Number seven. You weren't. No, I wasn't doing that. That would have been racist, obviously.
1: Number seven. (laughs) The penultimate one. Dank (laughs) Handclap. I like that one. Dank Handclap was having an amazing time as Daddy Warbucks' only ear. He'd sung the words, I think I'm gonna like it here. As he heard the explanation of all the different butlers and maids in his Massive's House jobs. When you wake, ring for Drake, he will bring your tray. When you're through, Mrs. Pew comes to take it away. Did that happen? That <laughs> hand clap. Yes. Honor. No? It's just a little bit. <laughs>
2: camp for NFL? I'm, I'm, I'm seeing them as masculine oh, characters. Oh, I forgot to say,
1: he was suspended for the 2009 season. After. For that. <laughs> because <laughs> of that. Because he said, I think I'm going to like it here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that happened. Guys. I'm going to have to side with Steve. That did not happen. Oh. That did not happen to Dan Canclap. Because it had. No- oh, what was his name? Dank Handclap or Dank. Dan Canned Clap? <laughs> dan- canned Clap. <laughs> Dank. <laughs> dan- dan- like that. That'd be
0: stupid. Dank. <laughs> like like. Dan- <laughs> like Canned Laughter. Handclaps. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Finally, the last player in the NFL Armageddon Babadook. <laughs> <laughs> Armageddon now. <addict>. Baba <laughs> <laughs> I was going to do that joke, but I'd seen it in a video that me and Joe watched the other day, the Armageddon thing, so I was like. Can't do it.
2: Mm. No, but I, mean, I like the fact you chose a word with as many syllables as out of here and had the same... Yeah. <laughs> words. All thought it.
1: Armageddon... <laughs> Armageddon Babadook's life as Daddy Warbucks's ear couldn't have been going bare. He was all like, yes, this is the best that could have become of Armageddon Babadook. But yet, he felt a longing every time he looked in the mirror and saw the half broken locket around his neck. Who were Armageddon Babadook's real parents? He asked Daddy Warbucks to help him find his real parents. But I think it turned out at the end that Daddy Warbucks was actually his real dad all along and he just forgot he had a child. And then Armageddon, Babadook and Daddy Warbucks lived happily ever after and won the Super Bowl in 2016.
0: I'm gonna say that sounds true. That sounds
1: very plausible. Absolutely, bang on. <sighs> eight, four, eight <laughs> lovely got there. An unprecedented achievement in regular features quiz history. Well, and the NFL. Never, and the NFL. <laughs> are you guys looking forward more to the season starting now? Well, I can tell you that my balls are fully inflated.
0: Nice. And my dick is Steelers. My <laughs> dick is Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: And now, the continuing adventures of Quantic Meridian. Uh, As you know, readers, um, this is your fault. You have voted for this feature to continue against 15% this week. 15% or so said, stop this, stop it now. It's already boring. I don't want this to go on forever. But 65% said that they wanted um, Quantic Meridian to... Meet the big
0: boys. I think we need a primer on what Quantic Meridian is. I'm going to put my hands up. I have got a fucking clue what this is. <laughs> okay. So. okay, start again. He's on the podcast. <laughs> I'll, so, pl- I'll, I'll play the part of the that, audience. Start again, okay. no, this, yeah. that was good.
2: That was good. In that case, I will tell you what Quantic Meridian is. <laughs> it's <laughs> a feature that I started two episodes ago. It's a, it was a sci-fi story in episode one, in which Quantic Meridian is a murderer of crystalline beasts who um, whose blood is useful for the government. Yeah. And everyone has their dicks lopped off and kept in a psychic chamber so that when you wank, your spunk gets given also to the government.
0: It's in like a-, a cross between Doctor Who and Blade Runner mm. and a bit of the Demolition Man Ooh. mixed with Cadillacs imma- and dinosaurs. Oh The old and cartoon.
2: And if you imagine V, the bit where they reveal all the humans that have been put into tanks for food, imagine that it's just loads of jars of dicks. Can yeah. you
1: make it like sliders, if we do another
2: one? Because I like sliders. Sliders. <laughs> I'm. You're not talking about small burgers, are you? You're no, absolutely
1: about- <laughs> not. Not on my bloody watch.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, honestly, the the future of Quantic Meridian is hopefully finite, but infinitely possible, depending on your votes on the next Twitter poll.
0: So at the end of each podcast, we put it to the readers to decide for the fate. Not the fate of Quantic Meridian.
2: Where it goes next, they get two options to continue and one option to just stop it so we can get back to screaming swear words in pretend ladies' voices. Or maybe that's something that Quantic Meridian can do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's where it gets to.
0: <sighs> I think yeah. if the readers can't be trusted to... You know when you've got a sick dog and it's in a lot of pain and like your mum's like, no, it's fine, he's going to get better. It's like, mum, the dog really... Needs some rest now. I think. Yeah, the big, the big rest, the biggest rest a dog can have. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the rest which leaves an exit wound. <laughs> um, yeah. So this week I gave you three options. One for option one was to go back to sci-fi. Mm. Option two was to fill the room with big boys. Option three was to let it die with dignity. And the most reaction I got was from the fact that I changed let it die with dignity instead of. The previous option to kill it was, stop this garbage now. Mm. People thought I was being vain and started trying to preserve my own ego there. No, <laughs> I was just trying to let you kill it with kindness. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, as it turns out, the winner Oz, Quantic Meridian, meets the big boys, and here... We fucking well go.
1: What did you say there? Winners are winners. The winner is the winner. Winners. that's That's good. say <laughs> like, this part of it. Have
2: oh, I, like I, <laughs> I started. If I did say that, I'm slurring my words, which is not a good point. Maybe, maybe I'll have a stroke before it ends, and that will be how it finishes. Ahem. <clears throat> we left it last week with Quantic Meridian having got. The promotion from Boris Johnson, after sur- delivering him a surprise meal that he and surprise he, through a no foresight or any kind of decent plot device, he enjoyed himself and mm. gave the promotion to Quantic, who is now going to join the benevolent murder platoon.
1: This is what happens when I go on all day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You've actually been gone for eight months. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad you're back.
1: <laughs> Please start voting in the Twitter poll. <laughs>
2: It was Quantic Meridian's first day in the benevolent murder platoon. He had been given a cool harpoon that shot daggers. A visor with a reticule painted on it that looked well cool from his side, but to everyone else looked like he had a target over his eye, like he wanted to get shot in the face. Oh, and he'd also been given a rocket bike and a basket of snakes by a mystery person wearing a cowl. (laughs) Oh man, snakes, muttered Quantic. Why did it have to be a basket of snakes? Of all the things that aren't my cup of tea, snakes are the absolute pits. Quantic paused for five seconds. Snakes, though. I mean, snakes indeed. I fucking hate snakes. Quantic planted his feet onto the promotion bomb. But before he was exploded into his new life, it was time to say goodbye to his old friends. Don't go forgetting us, you fat junkie nonce, laughed his best friend, Price Tropicana. Is he a junkie? He's he's a junkie for beryllium, which is the blood. No, it's Byzantium, which is the blood of the crystalline monsters, which we are trying to, give, which he has to give to the
1: government. Yeah. I I thought he was. I just wanted to check that you knew. <laughs> That's what I thought. It's like heroin in his world. Okay.
2: I would. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I have to. Had to do a glossary of terms for myself. <laughs> <laughs> a Show Bible. <laughs> Quantic lobbed a playful snake at <coughs> Price's face. Here, have a snake, you shit, Daddy Longlegs. He smirked and quickly continued, in case anyone noticed that Daddy Longlegs was a bad insult. Don't let it crawl up your ass, you fucking pervert. Meridian chuckled. Oh, I won't," said Tropicana. The sincerity of this reply really broke the momentum of the banter and made Quantic suspicious that he was going to do something sexual with the snake, even if it wasn't going to let it crawl. Up, even if he wasn't going to let it crawl up his ass. "'Price,' he asked. "'Are you going to fuck that snake?' "'What, again?' guffawed Traparkana, zipping up his trousers and popping a cigarette into the snake's mouth. Everyone laughed for ages, because this was two simultaneous jokes about bestiality and premature ejaculation. (laughs) Then Quantic had a similarly vulgar and entertaining bit of back and forth with Ellen Contour, which ended up with them fucking too. Finally, it was time for Quantic to say goodbye to his wife, who you'll remember is a robot dog, she whimpered sadly until Quantic fed her a goodbye bowl of robot dog porridge, which is porridge with some bones and Allen keys in it. I love you, Quantic, said the said the dog whose name is Q Wife, I believe. <laughs> <Fucking hell. laughs> I love you too, said Quantic, before leaning over and turning her off forever. Goodbye, everyone! I'm better than you now, and so I have to leave you behind. Ellen detonated the promotion bomb that catapulted Quantic into his new job dimension. Any questions? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Where are the big boys? Yeah! Where do you think his new job is? Oh, right, okay. That's Qu- like uh, Millhouse in the Poochie episode. Says,
1: Where are they going to get to the big boys?
2: <laughs> Quantic knocked on the door to his new job, which from the outside looked like a gay club. The hatch opened in it, like you used to get in gay clubs before gays got bolshy and started marrying roller coasters, or whatever it is they do. A part of a man's body appeared in the gap in the door, but it wasn't the eye. It was like one of those pictures that you used to wank to as a child. You know, the ones where a closely cropped picture of an inner elbow looks a bit like an arse. And you think, Phew, that's an arse, that is. And your friend Stephen says, actually, it's just an elbow. Clever, isn't it? And you say, "No, no, Stephen, it's definitely an ass. I need this." <laughs> Different parts of a large person started appearing in the slot, like a magic eight-ball populated by nipples, belly buttons, and eventually a puffy blinking eye. <laughs> Who the hell are you? I'm Quantic Meridian, the new recruit from the Spectral Rust Diocese. Oh, you better come in. I'm Zim Zim Zig Zambing Boy. And this is the big boy platoon. Quantic was ushered into a room that was entirely empty, except for a buffet of open sandwiches still wrapped in cling film. Quantic squinted. Big boys? I've never heard of you. I was supposed to be going to the benevolent murder platoon because I am the best at killing monsters. Oh, fuckadoo. I think someone's been having you on. The murder platoon are... well, how do you say it? Well, they're really good we're just a bunch of big boys who like to be nice. "'Come in, oh, and you can leave that basket of snakes behind.' "'Quantic dropped the basket of snakes. "'Fuck you, snakes,' he said, and he snarled when he said it, "'so the snakes didn't think it was friendly banter. "'Hey, Zig, if you don't mind me asking, what is a big boy?' "'Quantic asked, before remembering that his character was supposed to be a badass "'who wouldn't say, if you don't mind me asking. "'You prick!' he added, in an attempt to correct his attitude. Then he realised he was still snarling, so it didn't now sound like banter, so he said sorry. Knowing once again that the, sp- the pendulum had swung too far towards the polite, he stopped snarling and said wanker with a half-smile. Have you finished? So, w- what is a big boy? Well, that's the question, innit? <laughs> well, you know, right, in traditional culture, when a, when a boy gets tall enough to kiss a full-blown woman... He goes through the boys-to-men process, in which he will sing songs in a wet voice at a lady until she puts her finger over his mouth. And then he sucks her finger and regurgitate rings onto it until she says yes, and then they are married. <coughs> of course, muttered Quantic, annoyed at this primary school biology lesson. <laughs> well, that's not the only means by which a boy may progress. For example, big boys are produced by the process described in the hit single... By Sabrina. Boys, 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 summertime love, summertime love. When three boys are placed in such close proximity, without so much as a comma to separate them, and are then exposed to the intense pressures of summertime love, they combine with a colourful explosion into a beautiful big boy. Three big boys will combine to form an old boy, and three old boys can combine to become a Gary Oldman, Gary Oldman. (laughs) 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 With foresight, they say you can trigger some spectacular combos, but in my experience, it's mostly blind luck. Can you combine three Gary Oldmans, Gary Oldmen? (laughs) And yes, while you can theoretically, theoretically merge three Gary Oldmen... The process would require so much summertime love that it would lead everyone on the beach with bruised fannies. (laughs) We thought we'd succeeded once, but the Gary Oldman were just fingering each other. Anyway, anyway, seeing as you're here, I'd like like to introduce you to your fellow squadron members. Big boys who, for whatever reason, were deemed unsuitable to be combined with each other. Big boys who have been denied the summertime love. Any questions? <laughs> <laughs> that exhausted sigh. I, what, I, it's a lot I, to take I, I, in. I was going <laughs> to say, maybe you didn't want to start with me. Maybe get them loosened up
0: with a more approachable feature. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I can fish them, them around in the edit. Yeah, this, well, it, it, it's that it's quite dense. It is dense. dense. Yeah, I'm, I'm following it. And I, do, I do like the, uh, the expanded universe of big boys. That yeah, It seems to be overlapping either with... The video game Candy Crush or Threes?
2: It's more Triple Town. Candy Crushes destroys them. It's Triple Town where they combine to form superior forms of that mm. item.
1: It, mm. Yeah,
2: it's annoying, isn't it? it
1: is, because in a way. Yeah,
2: but, but people who've posted, look, I found that I've, I've made the the last castle there is, and I'm like, fuck you, I'm never going to do that. Didn't
1: even know it was castles, do not even Like you,
2: don't even like you. <laughs> don't even <light> you. <laughs> <laughs> So, at this moment we're back to Zig Zim Zim Bag Boy and he's just, he's going to introduce him to his fellow friends. Of course. Zig Bing Bam Boy pulled a ripcord which released a net that had been keeping 50 big boys pinned to the ceiling. They dropped to the floor like thin-skinned balloons filled with meat and Pepsi. That was supposed to be more festive, apologised Zig. There was supposed to be music playing. Hands up, I'll admit I fucked that. Oh, 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 Anyway, the show must go on, lads! Zig whipped the tablecloth off the buffet table, revealing a trampoline. Hooting in delight, the big boys who hadn't been killed or crippled by the fall clambered onto it and gurgled happily as their bodies bounced off each other and the open sandwiches. This is obviously great, smiled Quantic Meridian, who knew a good, who knew a great act when he saw it. Thanks! Bert's my star performer. He's the one wearing the grass skirt. Sometimes he gets on a little motorbike. He wants to do loop the loops. It's a tragedy of big boys that they could never retrieve this. But if I told Bert that big boy physics presents l- <laughs> sorry <laughs> but if I told Boy if I told Bert that big boy physics prevents loop the loops, it would break his large heart. <laughs> <laughs> Quantic looked from Bert to the basket of snakes, then from the basket of snakes to the chunky big boy trapeze that hung in the centre of the room. Zig Big Bam Boy. I am going to give Bert my rocket bite, tie him to that trapeze with loads of snakes, and we're going to stick two fingers up to racist big boy physics. Bert jumped up and down so hard. Bert jumped up and down so hard in excitement that his grass skirt flew off, and all the other big boys pointed and went, Ah! as though they thought he was in trouble. But he wasn't in trouble. He was going to do a loop-the-loop.
0: Why is Quantic Meridian invested in the happiness of the big boys?
2: It's a kind of he seems to have a shifting personality, doesn't he? Mm. He seems to be on the shortest
0: of personality. Good question, Steve. Good question. Huh, yeah. Yeah, he, <laughs> you didn't think I was paying attention, did you? <laughs> but he's already
2: shown that wavering thing when he's been polite. I think the kindness of the big boys is rubbing off on him in the same way that Skeletor became kind in the Christmas episode of He Man and the Masters of the Universe. hmm but is he, That's is... just a theory. Obviously, this text being literature leaves it for you to make your own mind up. Oh, like the best novels.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you have been a good friend to the big boys, Quantic Meridian. Said Zig Big Bang Boy as his big boys went to sleep after the excitement of watching Bert do a loop-de-loop. So I shall be a friend to you. You were sent here because you were getting too close to a vast conspiracy that goes to the very nature of reality. A conspiracy that explores the delusion of free will in a world with no reliable information. You know, like in that episode of Games of Thrones when Jon Snow went on about people lying and it was so obvious he was talking about Donald Trump you could have just shit yourself. Yeah, I suppose I am involved in such a thing, he said. I should do something about that soon. You can tell I am writing quickly here because <laughs> I've stopped writing little. Here. <laughs> Anyway, here is a bomb that will take you home, and if you ever needed a bunch of big boys to to tip the scales in a battle, just microwave this pheromone-filled Muller ice and we'll come tumbling in through the window. Just, you know, wait a few episodes so everyone has forgotten us, so people will go, Oh, I remember those guys, so this is valid. Quantic Meridian stepped on the demotion bomb and exploded back to the spectral rust diocese. Price Tropicana was really going to serve him a dick salad about this one. <laughs> he smiled at the thought and saw a snake slither over his deactivated wife. You're all right, snake, he said, and went to the pub for some drugs.
0: <laughs> Marvellous. <And>, uh, <laughs> How soon is the poll for that one going up? I fucking don't know. End it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you liked any of that, <laughs> uh, want to see it live, you can come see that live... Uh, on the fourth of September, with the Canal Cafe Theatre. If you go to canalcafétheatre.com dot <laughs> com and click on the front page, Did you say if you want to see that that feature performed again live. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think people will be coming for that. Um, <laughs> so, but, but yes, it's going to be Log, Steve, Joe, I didn't know and Matt was coming. Yeah, but when the people turn up to see me and they're not, I'm not there. They could legitimately ask for refunds. Yeah, it'll be a fucking and And don't, and don't
2: worry, readers, the world of Quantic Meridium does not apply to live shows. No. Oh, <laughs> you can still
1: come. Canal cafe have been on the phone? <laughs> We've well, been listening to the last couple of episodes. Um, <laughs> we're going to start asking for those deposits again. Can we get the next
2: six there's years? A, there's a uh, lot the good line uh, in, in there, but it's just too dense to follow. I mean, it's like you've got... Lo- <laughs> you're just throwing ideas instead of coherency at it, log.
1: Like. <laughs> I awesome. love the idea of Canal Cafe Theatre, like... Reviewing our uh, features and I'm being like, yeah, that's good. It's not Canal Cafe good. is it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Darrow O'Brien was just at Canal
0: Cafe Theatre. For a pint? Or uh, <laughs> No, he was performing a show. Really? Yeah.
2: Was he uh, warming up for Edinburgh or something?
0: We I, you must have been, because people, people try out new material there, don't they? Like Jack D yep. was there once. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I always remember that because he hadn't saw that and we had. And we did. Yeah. Which makes us statistically.
1: An improvement on Jack T. Yeah. Do you think it's the like, news review people, when he was there, just be like, start, uh, they knew when he was coming in, so they'd be re- performing some of their new stuff because you'd be like, oh, sorry, I didn't know that uh, the presenter of Mock the Week was on his way in. You didn't, oh, you didn't see that, you? How embarrassing. Oh my God.
2: <laughs> oh, you've just found us, what if Jeremy Corbyn actually lived in, in a dustbin? Oh!
1: <laughs>
0: <was gonna> <laughs> news review, the political comedy show that. We've still never seen. Yeah. we but should go and, and see rock. them. May they, they well,
1: just mean? Yeah. Well, no. That's yeah. the thing. We don't know. We don't know how good they are. I. I. To be fair, the only reason I haven't gone. And this is a legitimate thing. This is how my mind works. I don't like it that the people when they come to Canal Cafe because it, like News Review is Canal Cafe's home show. but mm. like, the people who come to see our show once they. It's like Costa. Like, once they've seen six regular features, they get to see one news review yeah although as I'm saying that that means that six of us is worth one of them is that good for us or I can't work out quickly yeah Yeah. that means like one of their shows to be as good as us no it means one of the attendees is worth six of ours which I feel like our people for going to see six regular features get a a regular feature I think you should be able to go see whatever you want in the Canal Cafe Theatre not just news review if you pay for that then we wouldn't make money from that yeah, I mean, I don't feel like I've got a pie in you this feel, game. Can pick you, you <laughs> <them> up? <laughs> they open a court tonight. <laughs> They're like, sorry, Dara breeds on. Uh, well, ask him. <laughs> uh, yeah, so if you want to come see that, com. click on our faces, buy the tickets. Uh, and if you want to give some money, you can. www.patreon.com forward slash features. Follow us on Twitter. What? Vote to kill reg-
2: oh, vote yeah. of kill Quantic
0: if, yeah. You, yeah, if you want to change the course of the podcast or murder part of it <laughs> then you can go vote in Logs poll on the twitter.com forward slash regularfeatures, that's not how you say At regular features, that's what you say mm. for Twitter, I know how that works Come back next week where we will have a lovely little surprise for you, what we'd like to call a new episode of Regular Features Thank you good night poppers in your lugs ta